Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the SysTaker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Colin Brown, and I am joined by Adam Tudor. Hello there. And Sean Milligan. Hello there. Uh, and we've got a couple of things to discuss today. Um, so the first of which is going to be the SysTaker Open, and the second of which will be a little bit of our preps for the, uh, the Just Play Hyperspace trial coming up on the fo- uh, weekend of the 5th of October, so next weekend at time of recording. So we'll talk about the SysTaker Open first. We've mentioned it on the podcast before, and we've done a bit of promotion on it uh, on the SysTaker's Facebook page. But we're now about four months out. It's the first weekend in February. Uh, so we're, we're going to just gear up a little bit of our promotions we have planned because we want to make it a really nice, uh, exciting and big event for people to come along to. So the gist of it is, to recap the generals, is uh, it's a two-day event. We're going to have a number of rounds of Swiss on the Saturday, depending on how many people sign up. And then on the Sunday, we'll have a top cut. Uh, and also on the Sunday, we'll have a, a wide range of different side events. So we'll have things like furballs, you know, um, small and mighty, maybe even some tournaments or some other games like Armada or Legion, just and some demo tables for those maybe to give people a, a taste of some other Star Wars-y type games. And we're also going to have tons and tons of prize support. So we've got a lot of support from Element. They're being very helpful to us, which is nice. Element Games, our local shop, uh, to uh, where it's being held to... Uh, to have as many prizes as we can kind of get our hands on so we're going to have tons of ships to give away and we're going to have like and that's going to be for people placing well and for spot prizes we've got two of the um the adepticon exclusive golden vulture droids to give away which we managed to get our hands on again thanks to element games for sorting that for us um we have jason at enigma wargaming he's being really generous for us and he's uh, for the best in faction on day one, he's going to paint up uh, a ship and a dial to go along with it. So he'll do something like, you know, an X-Wing for the Rebels or uh, a TIE Advanced for the Imperials and so on. So that'll be... He does amazing work, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and we also have, like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. We've tons of prizes. We've got one really big one that we're excited about, and we're going to announce that soon. Uh, so kind of keep your eyes peeled and then to talk next about a little bit about deals we have for tickets so you can buy individual tickets but we're also putting up a deal so that clubs can buy uh, a set of four tickets and they'll get a five pound discount per person Uh, so it's kind of a a deal a a saver if you're coming along with a group of your friends Um, so Again, look out for the announcement for that soon. The link should hopefully up. Hopefully, by the time this podcast is released, that'll be out there. Um, and then the last tip bit to you know encourage people to come along is Element have a bar on site. They're going to get a late night license for the Saturday night, and we're going to have special Star Wars themed cocktails. So it's going to be uh, exciting. <laughs> That's me sold. I'm already there. Star Wars <laughs> cocktails just sounds great. Yeah, so mm. we'll, keep, we'll keep just, her like. Just so I'm, sorry, go on. No, you go, Sean. You go. I was going to say, to, just just to confirm, when you say the first weekend, that's that that's like February the 1st is the Saturday, is that right? I'm just it is. Right it. Yes, so it is Saturday the 1st and Sunday the 2nd of February. That's fine. So I'm just frantically because I've got. Uh, 
wedding anniversary around there, so I'm just writing that in the diary now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, what else? A couple of other exciting things about it. So, FFG do their points updates in January and July. So, if the January one comes along as expected, it'll be a nice, exciting tournament to try out points updates at a time of year when there's not that many uh, other tournaments. So, that'll be cool. And it's also looking set to be quite an international affair. We've got people traveling in from several different countries so far. Uh, hopefully, more to come. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting in that regard as well. If anyone is thinking of traveling to Stockport to come, uh, either from abroad or from somewhere else in the UK, just shoot us a message and we'll be able to give you advice on the best places to stay or maybe even set you up with a place to stay. We'll see. And where is the best place to send a message to? Uh, so any one of the hosts would be good or just the Sith Takers Facebook page would, would be the way to go. Cool. I think that's everything for the Sith Taker Open. Expect to hear more yeah, about it. <laughs> So that was quite a lot, that. Yeah. But it sounds like it's going to be great, so that's going to be good. Yeah. Um, so now, moving on to some actual uh, X-Wing the game chat rather than X-Wing tournaments. Uh, we will all be going along to the Just Play Hyperspace trial uh, this coming Saturday. So we thought we'd just have a chat about our thought process in regards to lists and what we're thinking of bringing. So, Sean, what are you thinking of bringing? I have no idea at the moment. <laughs> it's why I kind of put this topic forward, mentioning it as an idea to try and get to try and get my thought process uh, down on um, paper, as it were, to transfer some ideas. But currently, where my head's at is that I don't want to fly Jedi's because I personally think they're actually a bit of a negative play experience, and I don't like going up against them. All right. Okay. I don't like the fact that they can double reposition without being stressed and stuff, and they've got a good dial. I just, I, it, the times I've played against them, I've just not found it at all. But I, I, I suspect I might be one of a small n- number of individuals that think that. But I'm thinking, obviously, Nantex is out. We've got um, tractor issues. CIS swarms are coming about. Uh, so I'm actually leaning towards larger bases, and I've been obviously chatting with Rich our Venny layer, and I'm think I'm going to take him. Uh, so it's it's Venny with um, with Page Tycho, um, all of the bombs, uh, veteran turrets gonna, and the bit where I don't know is I can either stick with perceptive co-pilot, uh, but I lose Bastion, or mm-hmm. I go with C3PO, and I keep Bastion. But I think double calculate is a lot worse than double focus for the bomber so i think i'm going to play test it tomorrow down the club uh and see how it which one pans out uh because of the slight points tweak i don't want to take advanced optics off tally because then there's just no consistent output uh from them so i, I need to change either bastion or that perceptive co-pilot so that was my thought process i don't know what you think about that um do you think I'm on the right track, or do you think that he's just going to get annihilated by a swarm? You'd hope not. Like, I'm not sure, to be honest. I've not played Venny, but, you know, Traj Sim proton bombs can do a lot of damage to a lot of ships. If I can survive the first wave, and I've Traj Sims, I've got two primary attacks as well. I should, you know, maybe, I think, do enough damage to 
there'll be a lot less of them for round two. That should save us, was my thinking. Yeah, potentially. And you've got a lot of robust defense with um, your percept- or with your adding an eyeball result, uh, which for me, honestly, is an argument for sticking with perceptive co-pilot, you know, maximizing the survivability that gives you. But, but Bastion's a really good double-modded attack right at the end. And it's uh, that's the uh, that's that's the pain. Yeah, I can see that, but it's, um, like you said, you want to play Venny, right? Like Venny is the key part of that list. Everything else is there to support that ship, I think. So having like yeah. I'm not trying to downplay Bastion at all, but I would make Venny as good as she could be, at least personally. I can see, I can see the logic. Rich is agreeing with you in his thought process, and I think I'm going to lean that way, but. I'm just going to say what um, C3PO, because also he gets the coordinate as well. I still get a coordinate and a calculate from that. So that might factor in. I think that's the bit I've not really play tested. So that's, um, I just want to see how much of an impact that will be. Uh, it is worth saying though that Venny's ability is to only add an eyeball. So really, if you, I don't think if you're, especially if you start coordinating, you're not really making use of his ability because you, you don't have the marks well, to affect dice. So if I've got C-3PO, I can coordinate and still get a calculate, so I can still use it a, a small amount, but it's definitely not to its full capability. No, if I a think swarm the... is what you're thinking about, you've got to consider that you're going to be taking four or five shots. Yeah, I agree with Adam, basically. like You've got to be able to maximise the, uh, the return on all those dice you're rolling. Trajectory simulator proton bomb is going to give a swarm opponent a lot to think about. And you're really putting the onus there on them to to fly it right rather than just at you any crits, basically. It's good. I th- yeah, I think that's true. I quite like Venny as well, not just from um, an anti-swarm perspective, but from uh, dealing with Sunfac. Like, we're assuming Sunfac's going to be popular. I think we're going to have yes. maybe a bit of a more dedicated episode on Sunfac later in the week, maybe Wednesday. Um, but people have lost their minds about Sunfac, really. I think, like, either loving it or, or hating it. So we should expect to see quite a bit of him slash her there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact I'll have a 270-degree arc means it's going to be a lot harder for Sunfac to avoid it. And I think I'll be able to deal with um, Sunfact and the Nantex comfortably. Um, the ability to shoot, you know, you know ever gets cold enough in my uh, front arc, I've got the double tap, which I think will just knock in a Nantex, especially with the M9 reroll and and the focus is there. It's really good, consistent output that I don't think the, the three greens would be able to deal with. So I think I'm comfortable with Sunfact uh, flying that list. So I think that's why I'm thinking about it more, mainly. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like Sunfact is also to a large, uh, a large degree an unknown property, just because it's so new. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what, how that turns out. Adam, what are you thinking of bringing? So I have been kind of all over the place recently with with lists and and what i want to fly um but then recently i've gotten my teeth into separatists a bit more um specifically swarm separatists um i don't really buy into the sort of ace separatists now that some facts out i think really jedi are probably where you should be sitting if you want to play ace 
um, prequel ships. Really? Um, yeah, like I, I don't think that there's enough to support Sunfac. I think that the like because it's Sunfac and then Grievous, right? And that's a, an enormous drop compared to like Jedi who are running Anakin at six or an Obi Wan at five, or even good old Imperials who are like six six five um, with Dale's list. And I, I think Sunfac is good. But I also think it's worth like I I wasn't around for the big. Um, hype explosion with Sunfac, but is the FAQ change to tractor beams not an enormous nerf? Like oh, the fact that, uh, sorry, I wouldn't describe it as an enormous nerf. No, I mean it takes but away like, some of the shenanigans, but the the fundamental thing that makes Sunfac good. We're just huh? going to talk about Venny. If if he passes a tractor beam to Venny, it's one, and Venny is not considered tracted, so he doesn't get his extra dice. Yeah, I but that I mean, it's really like, big. I, I, I think Rich summed it up well last time in saying that's not a nerf to the Nantex, that's a boost to medium and, and big bases. I don't think it massively impacts the Nantex, to be honest. I think as well, we need to, like, we're in the middle of a meta shift. Some fact is going to shift the meta in some way. Mm. And it could be that that may, means large ships become a thing. But currently, large ships are not a thing at mm. all. You will no, I, you're I, very, very unlikely to see a large ship unless you happen to be a tournament that jacks at or something, right? <laughs> uh, yes, or somebody's buying into the new double decimator meta. True, true. That's, that, that, that's really tempted me, to be honest. So, you know, there, there, there is that potential. I'll lend you one if you want. <laughs> um, so anyway, sorry about my list. Um, so I'm I'm sort of leaning more towards the um true separatist swarm aspect um and i've been playing around with my own version of the list that won the australian open um now by my own version what i mean is it's almost certainly worse but i don't own six cultures um okay. <laughs> I, get, so, I can lend you some yeah um, yeah um so mine is uh dooku with all his toys and tricks and the k2 tactical droid which is the one that adds evades mm-hmm. um two just naked vultures uh the um ps1s initiative ones and then two bactoid prototypes uh because quite frankly i'm in love with them i think they're great um and they've got passive sensors landing stretch and barrage rockets um and basically you just target lock it with one a droid on the table you target lock the tar- thing that you want to shoot at, and then they basically just throw a barrel of rockets at it for days. Um, uh, yeah, they, they're really great. Um, I'm not so sure on the whole list, and I do have some variations to try out, um, but that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. I mean, it sounds decent. Like, it's not yeah. as... I really like K2 uh, as, a, as a tactical relay. I know when... TA-175, the, the newest one came out. Uh, a lot of people switched over there, but I really like K2. Just the um, the survivability of the droids. Like, yeah. your chances of just, you know, popping one as quickly as you might like with the amount of health and staff they have is just way, way reduced. So Drastically increased. And then I think I slept on it quite a lot because a, a lot of things... Um, in the new edition that gave you options seemed a lot worse and in most cases that was true so it was sort of a size venturous for example you know remove a token or be stressed 
sort of seems a lot worse than the original um, 1.0 version. But for this droid, the fact that you're like, okay, do you want to take a strain? Bearing in mind, I'm about to shoot you with all of my stuff. Mm -hmm. Is is like the answer is probably no, and you're going to give me an evade actually, um, which yeah, it just feels really good, and it gives you something to do with the calculate when you don't roll an eyeball, which is really nice as well. Um, and it's sort of like a possible um, evade token that's just sort of sat there. It could be a focus, it could be an evade. It's quite fun. Um, yeah. And and Count Dooku with with all of the Count Dooku's ability, um, heightened perception on him is really, really strong, I think. Um, being able to choose, do I have a stress that I want you to shoot me first and so I can remove it, or do I want to leapfrog you? And um, and really, his, his PS3 doesn't really matter when he's moving. Um, it just kind of lets you actually dial in a move that you know is going to fit, really. Yeah, uh, cool. Um in regards to my own list, I've kind of been thinking of a, a similar lines to Sean. You know, big ships potentially good now. Um, so what I've been playing around with is a hand build with uh, Luke and precognitive reflexes. So basically, it's like advanced sensors. If you spend a, a force, you can do a barrel roll or a boost. Um, and I've been enjoying it a lot. I've been having a lot of fun. I'm not sure it's the correct meta choice like it is i found that in games against sunfak like han is a terror they like sunfak has to completely respect han because they can't do the shenanigans on him but that they the game isn't an auto win by any means like grievous and chair tech can cause you a lot of issues um and it does feel a little bit like it might come down to variance on how many uh, on how many evades the ships happen to roll but so I'll keep, but I'm not confident, say, against stuff like triple imperialises or stuff like the swarm you've just talked about, Adam. But mm. I have been having a lot of fun. I'm not that convinced about precog after my few, first few games. So I loved Supernatural on Luke. It wasn't worth 24 points, but it was very good. But the fact that you can't follow up your pre-move reposition with another action is quite feels much much worse. So and it's not so in terms of getting away from stuff. Say doing a barrel roll, your move, and then a boost is much better than just a barrel roll and move. And also in terms of offense, Luke, you're often just left hanging out just with one force, like you're not going to be able to take the lock and stuff. So like he's really neutered offensively. Uh, so yeah, I'm not I'm not sure on him, but I think I'll keep trying. Just out of interest, how many points is that? Uh, 70 yard. Hold on, I'll just stick it into ESB now. It is... Cause I think, because uh, uh, I think, yeah, absolutely right. The fact that you've got to spend a force to use it and then you're, you're relying on your one force bank to deal with everything, really. It, feels it is still very limited. Though. <laughs> Get too it is, yes. Yeah. But it just feels like, I mean, that's why I'm interested on the cost the cost for the upgrade because I just it just feels like you're being locked in there so I, I hope it's not too much yeah I'm so certainly with 10 points I said I'm certainly with you on um, not being able to target lock that definitely feels like a big issue yeah um, so that so the build of for Luke is 76 he's 62 base with precog is 10 and then R2 astromech uh, a 4 which seems like a must take um, 
So other things I'm thinking like in on the first Earth YouTube, there's a Spanish hyperspace trial that was, I think it was won by Han and Luke, um, but that Luke had heightened perception and afterburners. And, you know, I think after that might just be better. So I might play around with that uh, on Tuesday and, and see how it goes. Or maybe I was listening to uh, the latest Monarch Squadron and they were talking about the changes to Ion and the kind of effect they might have. So you never know, I might even take some Ion torpedoes. <laughs> I was thinking about taking um, Boba and some uh, and some friends with Ions because um, I did quite like the change. Uh, and I think it is. I think it's a really nice boost for Ion to get a bit more impactful um, within the game. So that's definitely on my list of things to try as well. Nice. All right. Well, it's quite a lot of chat today, uh, and we'll have to report back next week on on how it all goes. Uh, but that's all you have time for today. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And it's goodbye from Sean. Goodbye. Goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Ta-da.